This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Keeps. Hey, Tom. Mm -hmm. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. From how it feels after getting a fresh cut, to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. Two things that I do a lot of right now. Go get a haircut and then go out. Right, yeah, me too. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Tom, Mm -hmm. two out of three guys like us will experience male, uh, some kind of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. We're older than that. Yes. Tom, this is this is getting dire for us. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And guess what? I I know I don't know about you. I do know about you, but I'm not I'm not there yet. There's uh-huh. time for me, and I think the best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Yes, before like you, you look me. before you look like Telly Savalas. Yeah, which, you know, he can pull that off. He makes it work, but not everybody yeah. can do that. Yeah. Look, you used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to Keeps, Tom. Mm-hmm. You visit a doctor online in cyberspace. Yeah. And, you get, and, and then they deliver the medication right to your dang house. In in the physical world, in the meat space. In the meat space. The, and, and, and they make it real easy. Every three months it comes. Say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Guess what? Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. So you may have tried them before, but you've probably never tried them for this price. And Tom, you and I, bargain shoppers. Yeah, 100%. Look, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash guide to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash guide. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I am full of enchiladas. Whoa. Is that a a euphemism, or are you actually full of enchiladas? Uh, It's both. Enchiladas are a sloppy food, am I right? Yeah, but here's the thing. If if you know how to approach it, Mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. Fork (laughs) and knife. Don't try to use your hands like a a monster. I know, but but the thing is, the burrito is such a beautiful uh, invention because of how you can eat it with your hands. Mm-hmm. And anytime, look, I like enchiladas. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history here, but I enjoy holding a burrito, cradling it in my hands. And I don't, anytime I've tried to, if I've gotten a burrito that started to fall apart and I approach it with a knife and fork, it's no good. But you're right. An enchilada, I can approach with a knife and fork because it's just inherently messy. So it's fine. To- yeah, two things, Tom. Mm-hmm. I don't like cradling a big burrito in my hands as I'm eating it. Oh, I love- For the same reason I don't like doing that with like a big, messy burger. Like when I used to love Five Guys burgers. Uh-huh. The problem is 
diarrhea s- right after. No, stop it. Stop that's, talking I mean, like this all the time. That's a big problem, man. I'm just telling you from my perspective that that's my big problem. That's why I never have Five Guys. It's delicious, oh, but oh, I love Five Guys. Um, uh, but my thing is, I get anxious because. I think I'm afraid it's going to fall apart, so I yeah. don't put it down. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I wind up eating the entire <laughs> massive burger in, like, literally less than two minutes. And I do the same thing with big burritos. Right. Um, like, I never want to put it down, because as soon as I put it down, some of the stuff, like, falls out of the top, and then it's not the perfect experience. I, I do that a lot with, uh, I'm a big uh, whopper on a road trip guy. And if you're driving and eating a Whopper, A, you're taking your life in your own hands. (laughs) But if you put that Whopper down, there's no place to put it down. But if you put it in your lap or you hand it to someone, it's immediately going to start falling apart and making a mess. And then then it's going to make it that much harder to eat while you're driving. Yeah, it's not even that. It's like your original grip. Mm-hmm. has to be the grip that you stick with. <laughs> yeah, you right? can't move it's your hands. It's not even that it falls apart when you put it down. It's just when you pick it back up, you're re-gripping it, and that just that screws up the structural integrity that you had established with your original grip. Yeah, you got to keep that first grip tight. Be smart yeah. about that first grip. And I would suggest if you're driving, don't make your first grip a two-handed grip because you're going to wind <laughs> no. up in trouble. You drive with your knees. They they just had one of these stories about uh they I I like talking about the news like <laughs> like an old man now. Well, yeah. we'll get on. I have a lot of old man things to say today, as you may. Or have... the new thing, the new thing that old people say is it was on Facebook. Oh yeah. It's like, but from where? <laughs> yeah, but Facebook's uh, cesspool. <laughs> Did you see on Facebook this happened? It's like I, no, I I uh, no. I would sooner take like a uh, a baby boomer's word if they told me it was on 4chan. I'd be like, oh, yeah. all right. Well. At least I know I can consider the source. It well, was on Facebook. Well, and it's like, well, I think at least 4chan, even though that's also a cesspool doesn't have like an algorithm to promote the worst things. <laughs> you have to like go out and find the worst things on 4chan. Uh, whereas Facebook will just Facebook knows a person. Look, I should not be friends with this person anymore, but a person that I don't even know in real life that I'm Facebook friends with that I I hate that I can't stand. And Facebook understands that and sends me push notifications when this person has posted to Facebook because they know like, oh, wait till you see the shit they posted today, Tom. Could you imagine in high school somebody told you, like, you'll carry around a device with you 24 hours a day, and this big company uh, run by this weird <laughs> man will uh, will send you notifications at the most inopportune times when you're just going about your day. Uh, <laughs> about how somebody you hate posted something. Yeah, about, about somebody you, you hate their opinion on something. Right, their opinion that that uh, a machine has f- figured out, like, oh, Tom's going to have the opposite opinion of this. <laughs> Let's tell him about it. And then and it's like... Your well, parents will use this stuff, and, uh, yeah. will, will love this company that does this for you. 
Well, and also, uh, you know, if, if, yeah, if this were what, like, uh, uh, 15, 20 years ago, uh, 25 years ago, it's like, well, tell me more about this device. Oh, it has a camera that is the most unbelievable camera you've ever seen. It plays video games that blow away everything on your current device. You can read any newspaper in the world on it. You can read any book in the world on it. You can watch any movie. There are services where you just pay a few dollars a month and you can watch any movie. Music. Oh my God, $10. And any song that's ever been recorded, you can listen to, but you'll primarily use it to just view opinions you strongly disagree with from virtual strangers. So it's a, it's a wonderful world we live in. Yeah. And, and the device is expensive and there's a monthly fee associated with it. Um, yeah, so enchiladas. Uh, I, no, wait, you were saying oh. uh, that there was a story, that they came out with a story. About enchiladas? I don't know. It's how we started talking about Facebook. Oh, I don't. Oh, uh, I was talking about driving with your knees. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a story about um, how this uh, couple got pulled over. They were going 90 miles an hour. Uh, I think in Canada maybe, and they were both uh, asleep in their Tesla with the with the with the uh, the driver and passenger seat reclined all the way, both of them sound asleep with the car going ninety miles an hour down the uh, down the highway. Could you imagine having a, having that much much faith in anything? <laughs> Let alone Elon Musk, a guy who, if you crash into something, you would just go, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh. They must have been pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, they must have been pedophiles. Here's a meme I made about it. <laughs> Tom, this was the first time I've ever eaten enchiladas. What? No. Yeah, I've never. I never saw a need for them. I, I, too, I know burritos. Uh, too, I know tacos. too exotic for you. Too ethnic. You know what? I didn't. I I couldn't wrap my head around that much <laughs> sauce. Yeah, it is a lot of sauce. It's just it's, you, you it's put them literally on. drowned in sauce. Yeah, and to me, I was just like, nah, "Look, I'm I'm a sauce man. You know me. They call me the sauce man." Well, you're more of a dip guy. Which, they call me Sauce Man Carruthers. Which I think a, the difference between a dip and a sauce is uh, wider than you would think, because a dip is. Uh, you know, you have control over a dip. You don't have much control over a sauce if the if the sauce is put on beforehand. You can pre-apply a sauce. You cannot pre-apply a dip. But you choose how much of the dip you're applying to the to the thing you're dipping with every single dip. Th- that's what I'm saying. Oh, with the sauce, I don't know. I can put as much sauce as I want on something. Yeah, but on an if you're like, well, um, you made these enchiladas at home. Heck yeah, Tom, there's a pandemic on. Well, I'm just saying if you ordered enchiladas, you get whatever amount of sauce the chef deems appropriate. That's true. Yeah, no, I I made them myself. and Nobody uh, can say a chef can't, uh, can't just mandate like, no, this is very dip heavy. There's going to be a lot of dip. They can try. They can give you a lot of dip. 
you know, and very few chips or vegetables or whatever to encourage you. I feel like they've been doing that to me lately. They've been giving me giving me a lot less. <laughs> and now, who uh, is chips. the they you're referring to? The deep state, Tim. Have you been on uh, Facebook too much? I mean, I don't know who. If there's some sort of collusion in 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 uh, amongst the kitchen staffs at at my local uh, takeout joints, yeah. But if something comes with with uh, a, a chip of some sort and a dip. They're light on the chips these days and heavy on the dip. They yeah. want me to load every chip up. That That's one of the things I miss most about restaurants. When you're at a restaurant where you, and you can tell, you can tell when you're at a restaurant where they make their own chips and they're heavy handed with them and they're free with them, you know, where the chips mm-hmm. flow like wine and they don't care like a good Mexican restaurant. They don't care. It, a, a really good Mex, uh, really good Mexican restaurant. They won't even ask if you want more chips. They'll just bring you more chips, and that's heaven. That's my the best. idea for a nachos only restaurant. Was <laughs> it was maybe two or three different. The it was a very small menu, and there's a, a few different types of uh, of nachos, but everything. Came with also just a side bowl of plain chips. Yeah. That red ball, that's good restaurant. So wait, you order nachos and then you get a side of plain chips with them? Yeah, because don't you always want that? Is it when the when the first nacho is fully loaded, I'm talking about here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come to your table. Oh yeah. And it's it's all the, the toppings wet and dry alike on mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're like, where's my angle here? Yeah. You have to How like do Jenga I even get in a first here? piece out there. If you have a completely dry chip and you just treat that the top of those nachos as a seven layer dip yeah. to get you started to kind of cut through that. It's like a archaeologist digging up dinosaur bones. You can just kind of excavate there. Exactly. It's, it's a much yeah. better situation. Exactly. I agree completely. Um, but yeah, I just miss places with boots. They should look any place I've been to where they just freely give out chips. I love and I remember. But places should advertise that. They should advertise. Look, we're not stingy with the chips. That could be a slogan for a place. That's if, gonna be my goddamn nacho place, Tom. If if you know there are all these like uh, uh, quick serve restaurants, like a Chili's and an Applebee's and a TGI Fridays, if one of them just changed their slogan to "We're not stingy with the chips," they would uh, become a monopoly. Honestly, they would they, overnight. They would just become the, the government would have to step in. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should do that. It's famously great time to open a restaurant. Tim, uh, look, this week's episode is, uh, I would i would say it's a very special episode of The Complete Guide to Everything. This is like because a- Because of the enchilada discussion we no, had No, not because of the enchilada discussion, Tim. Because last week, people might remember- that uh, I talked about being on the keto diet and then mentioned that I got gout as a result of the keto diet. Uh, this is the first time we've had a multi-episode character arc on this show. <laughs> That's true. We've had topics that that continue on 
But uh, but honestly, the characters of Tim and Tom have not uh, not progressed very much. Yeah, no, this is some great character development. This is like in like the last season of Frasier when Niles had a heart condition and they turned it into like very special episodes of Frasier. Oh, I I I think I had tuned out by then. Yeah, I think it was like season nine. Yeah, I was probably Why? in college and like, yeah. yeah, I guess I probably shouldn't be watching Frasier anymore. <laughs> I'm no, t- I have to. I'm too old for Frasier. <laughs> too old for uh, the the farce, uh, the farcical adventures of Doctors Crane. Yeah, it, it, it's not so much of a farce anymore. It's getting too yeah. true to life. But mm. um, yeah, so uh, I mentioned that uh, last week. What I did not mention because it had not happened yet is that. Uh, what I was calling gout was gout. However, it was nothing compared to what happened that night and the next day, which was extreme gout. I Probably not even extreme gout, just actual gout. Oh, my God. It was horrible, Tim. Now, Tom. Yeah. I'm trying to tread lightly here. Yes. Because you... First of all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're 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 experiencing um, health issues. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me also say that I'm I'm uh, like more or less completely better now. Okay. Good to hear. Happy to hear it. Um, I feel like this episode might be a trap because I I feel like you're trying to set me up to make light of gout. Right. And you're about and you're gonna you're gonna trap me into being like you're gonna tell me how many people die from it or you're gonna tell me that like certain portions of the population are are more susceptible to it. So um I'm not gonna try to make any jokes. I'm gonna give you a forum to tell your story so you don't trap me and get me canceled. <laughs> I'm not trying to trap you and get you canceled. Yes, on the on the grand scheme of things, I'm trying to trap you and get you canceled. One day yeah, I mean I, that's that's one day I the hope, goal of this podcast. Yeah, one day I hope to do that, but I don't have any uh dispersions that is gonna happen tonight. Tonight's just part of the gradual building up. It'll be you know, like an exhibit Z in uh, in the the trial for Tim's cancellation one day. All right. I don't think people die from it. Uh, I can't imagine you dying from it based on what it is. But, you know, I don't know. People die from all kinds of crazy things. If people die from it, it is not very uh, common for people to die from it. Uh, apparently, according to thegoutkiller.com. Well, of course, they're going to be biased, Tim. You, you can die of of gout. I Well, that's what I said. I, you probably can, but I don't think very many people do. As I was Googling, do people die of gout? Uh-huh. As soon as I typed, do people, the first thing, or the second thing, do people eat poop? <laughs> well, that's based on your previous searches, Tim. So now this is Duck Duck Go, my friend. <laughs> well, yeah, but they can they can they're looking at your IP and they're like, normally we're pretty, we don't like to use people's uh, past history. <laughs> they make an exception to their. <laughs> <laughs> they're like okay. we we know for sure what this guy's looking for. 
Tim Gout will uh, uh, affect one to two percent of Westerners during their life, and that's not just cowboys. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, at first I thought like, "Wow, pretty cool, Tom. You are pretty cool." So wrangling me, with your with your chaps. Let me explain what it is and why I got it through this uh, ketogenic diet. It is an elevated level of uric acid in your blood. Uric acid is normally expelled through urine, Tim. Yeah, that are makes you, sense. Are you going to be mature enough to handle that? Yeah. Uh, to handle me talking about urine? Again, Tom, I'm not making any jokes this week. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it's not that much different than every other week. Go ahead. <laughs> So your story, uh, you got too much uric acid. Here's where the problem comes in. This uric acid that you're getting rid of normally through your pee pee. When it hangs around too long, it decides to turn into crystals. Is this like uh, kidney stones? Yes, it can eventually turn into kidney stones. It's the same exact type of thing. Mm. But what what the what gout is is that it uh, normally happens in your feet for a lot of people in their big toe. It did not happen for me in my big toe, but it's because like that's for the, the piggy who went to market. <laughs> it did happen in the piggy who went to market. That's and the big toe. No, this little piggy went to the market. This little piggy came home. This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy. It happened in the little piggy that didn't have roast beef. And a little piggy that went wee, 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 all the way home. Your little toe and your... What? Ring toe. Ring toe. <laughs> yeah, the toe you I mean, you, you have always toe see. rings on, on all of your toes, so yeah. that's a little misleading. But if like a place is like, well, you can't have toe rings on in here, I'll take them all off except for my ring toe. Right, right. So the... the uh, it's basically what is furthest away from your heart. That's where, because your heart's what pumps all the blood. Where I like, get it. Where the uric acid just kind of get it builds up. You know, it's it's the end of the line and it builds up. And when it well, builds it comes up, back. Yeah, but it comes back slower. You know what I mean? It doesn't have the same velocity coming back from your feet as it does from like you know the other from your head or whatever. It's it's a little slow and it's it's leaving some some stuff behind some heavy stuff like uric acid that turns into crystals and now Tim you might think wow pretty cool crystals I love I love crystals and crystals you're always talking about the healing power of crystals so yeah I'm I'm shocked that you're claiming that crystals somehow made you sick but when uric acid turns into crystals you know what these crystals resemble Tim. My, mm. microscopic needles yikes they basically turn into little tiny needles little tiny needles inside your feet now when i told you yeah i got gout what i was suffering at that time was a feeling it felt like you know when uh you run a lot and you have like lactic acid in your muscles or like you know so- you're working out you're pumping iron just you're tired? No, you know that like burning feeling in your muscles? Um, sometimes. I don't know. I guess well, I don't work out that much. 
it's like a burning feeling and it's just kind of like sore. Okay. And, and that's what it felt like the night I- I don't know, Tom. I feel like I could run like a hundred miles without getting sore, so I can't really <laughs> relate, but go on. That's what it felt like the night I spoke with you. However, later that evening, I woke up in the middle of the night in unbelievable pain. The next day, I had, I swear to God, the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. It felt like somebody took my foot, like a giant, like Andre the Giant, took my foot and just snapped it in half. Was it broken? No, it felt like it was broken, though. It felt like every bone in my foot, it felt like somebody dropped a refrigerator on my foot from like five stories up, and then I wasn't allowed to take the refrigerator off my foot. That's what it Yikes. felt like. It was unbelievable, Tim. What um, did you do? Well, I'll tell you what I did. Did you ice it? <sighs> yeah, I fucking iced it. You think okay. I didn't think of icing it? I wasn't suggesting. I was just trying to... Uh, You've been talking for 45 minutes straight. I was going to interject. I know that you probably iced it. That was probably the, the, the reasonable thing to do. I was just trying to trying to get a word in edgewise here. Well, you said you weren't going to make any jokes. I'm not making jokes. I was, I was asking you if you did the thing that you probably did. I'm going to talk about the remedies I tried and what finally worked later in the okay. episode, Tim. That's called a tease. Wow. Okay. Um, now this is a bunch of pseudoscience, right? So <laughs> what you're saying, like you're talking about blood velocity from your feet <laughs> compared to the blood velocity from your head. No, I mean it's pseudoscience, but it's pseudoscience that I made up. Yeah, exactly. But that's not like pseudoscience. That's like I Tom think we science. Just make it clear, like you haven't done any research into this. <laughs> no, I Tim. You have no idea. Three o'clock in the morning, I was up. I, I you would have thought I was uh, a graduate student at a university. The amount well, of research I try, was doing. You even try googling? Do people die of gout? Because you would have been alarmed by the results. Well, I would look. I wasn't jumping right to whether I'm going to die or not, Tim. I'm not fatalist. I was trying to figure out how to solve my problem it's not right away. Fatalist to try to prevent yourself from dying. And then that would take care of what would knowing if people die from gout uh, have solved? To know if you have to, if you should consult an actual medical professional. Nah, it's, I always frown upon that regardless. That's good advice. <laughs> uh, gout's been around, Tim, for thousands of years, which I guess makes sense. There's this guy, uh, I want to read this quote from you. His name was Aulus. Cornelius Celis. Uh, and this is in 30, the year 30. All right. Good <laughs> which, records from there. Uh, which from which must then. have been wacky. Uh, you know, back then, like, oh boy, I remember when that happened back in 21. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Imagine being born in the year zero. Like so Jesus. easy to remember how old you are. Yeah. Oh, this guy, this was three years before Jesus uh, bit the big one. No, that's not how it works, Tom. What? Wasn't Jesus year zero? No. What? That's what it is. Mm. You, you heathen. What did you think? Did you think year zero was when he died? 
I don't know. 81. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think there was an 80 zero. Yeah. So our our, cal- our calendar's been screwed up ever since. Anyway, this guy, I guess he was like a doctor. <sighs> Imagine being a doctor 2,000 years ago and just trying to like figure out what the hell's going on with anything. <laughs> he wrote, again, thick urine, the sediment of from which is white. I don't think that was urine, pal. Indicates that pain and disease are to be apprehended in the region of joints or viscera. Joint troubles in the hands and feet are very frequent and persistent. Blah, blah, blah. These seldom attack eunuchs or boys before quite caution. It's codus, like codus, co, co, sex, sex with a woman or women, except in those whom the menses have been suppressed, have become suppressed. Some have obtained lifelong security by refraining from wine, mead, and venery. You know what venery is? No. Bonin. Okay. So the virgins don't get it. Just saying. Uh, gout? So, yeah. To answer your question. What was my question? <laughs> whether or not I'm a virgin still. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, great, Tom. Glad we had this conversation. <laughs> um, but, oh, I want to say, so I was looking up, like, what causes it. And a lot of it was, well, like I said uh, last week, because I was uh, in ketosis. And I guess, like, the the keto uh, whatever cells are like, hey, get out of the way. We, we want to get out through the pee. And then you don't pee out the, the uric acid like you normally do. Why don't you just pee more? I was trying to pee as much as I could. Um, Were you hydrating? I thought I was, but apparently I wasn't. Um, Would could all of this been avoided if you were like super ultra hydrated? I don't know. Uh, It it certainly couldn't have hurt. I I think honestly, and you're going to make fun of me, but well, no, I'll tell you what happened. So let me. When I was looking this up, it said the the top. Foods that can cause this are shrimp, organ meat, dried mushroom, seaweed, and beer yeast. Chicken and potatoes also appear related. Um, Two big problems. The first one. All that shrimp you ate? (laughs) Look, Tim, it was free. All you can eat shrimp. Man, I've talked about the time I went to Red Lobster during a shrimp fest. All you can eat. You got gout? No, I didn't get gout, but like. I, you know, you see the commercials, all you can eat shrimp, and you're like, well, that's interesting. I'd like to see what that's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Red Lobster, not by myself that time. Um, and I was eating shrimp, and they tell you, okay, all you can eat shrimp. Here's how it's going to work. We need, there are, I think, like six different shrimp dishes. You tell us the first two you want. And I was like, and is that all I can have? Just like variations of those two? And they're like, no, you can have any of the six, but we just need to know the first two. And then once you eat the first one, we can get started on the third one. Basically, you know, they're looking to not waste food. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, you know, to start off, I'll have 100 shrimp. Yeah, that's fair. The problem is that also their I don't think aren't anyone except large. monsters take part in this deal. Because when I was having the shrimp, 
they were like on top of me. Like, what do you, all right, what shrimp do you want next? I'd be like, oh, all right, I guess garlic shrimp. Or, all right, you had one of those. What do you want next? Popcorn shrimp. And then finally, I got shrimp that was just like blue, just 100% not cooked. <laughs> and I was like, guys, like, it's okay if it's going to take a minute. And I think this restaurant was just like so used to being screamed at for like, you're trying to filibuster my all you can eat shrimp. You're trying to slow me down. So they served you raw shrimp. Yeah, because they were like, oh, otherwise, you know, if this guy's like anybody else that comes in for this deal is going to blow his top if we don't always have three shrimp dishes on his table for him to eat. Yeah. One time I went to uh, IHOP and got the unlimited pancakes. <laughs> I know about this. And a bully made me eat more and more until I puked at the IHOP. This week's episode is sponsored by PayPal. Our normal has changed and we're all finding new ways to connect and continue supporting one another. Uh, Sometimes that's, uh, you know, things like donating to a cause, a lot of great causes out there right now, uh, which, you know, we should all be donating to if we're able to. We've started social distancing when we spend time with our friends and explore local cuisine. We all know that. And we're doing more to support and advocate for underrepresented communities. So what we need more than ever is an easier way, an easy way to support each other from afar. With the PayPal app, sending and receiving money is faster and easier. Stay connected with the people you love. Quickly and securely send money to friends and family just about anywhere in the world. Start a money pool to split the bill, go in on a gift, or fundraise for a good cause. Support the places and causes you care about most. Make touch-free QR payments at your favorite local restaurants or farmers markets and donate to a local nonprofit to support a cause from across the country. PayPal is making it easy to pay safely, quickly, and easily. Download the PayPal app today. Terms and conditions apply. Anyway, back to gout, Tom. And yeah. by the way, back from a commercial break. Uh-huh. Do you think our sponsors <laughs> understood that they would be sponsoring the episode entitled Gout? Look, Tim, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna get so many negative reviews from this episode of like people genuinely looking for some kind of relief. Older people. Yeah, well just well, they, well, they should all, continue listening. Will leave bad reviews on Facebook. Oh, tough shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess they probably don't know how to do it on like Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, you know, here's here's my tip: Google if you can die from gout. Guess no, what? Don't you can. just Google if you can die from it. I do have some tips. I can tell you what worked for me by the end of this. Okay. Um, and also, Tom, Jesus was born in four BC. That doesn't make any sense. He was born in four before Christ. How? I don't know, Tom. <laughs> Where are you looking at? What website? Wikipedia.com. Hell.org? You can't believe anything they say about Jesus. Uh, Wikipedia wasn't even around when Jesus was born, you idiot. How would they know? Uh, is it, or is it one of those like corrections where it's like, ah, like one year everybody forgot what year it was because it was like so new. So they were like, oh, I guess it's like 15 B, uh, AD. And then later on, there was like, nah, it's 11, but it's fine. It is interesting. This is from gotquestions.org. Uh, 
Okay. It is interesting to note that the purpose of the BCAD dating system was to make the birth of Jesus Christ the dividing point of world history. Mm -hmm. However, when the BCAD system was being calculated, they actually made a mistake in pinpointing the year of Jesus' birth. Scholars later discovered that Jesus was actually born around 6 to 4 BC, not AD 1. When did they come up with all this stuff? Uh, I don't know, 2016. <laughs> wow, that's honestly hard to believe. <laughs> if it's on, on gotquestions.org, then I guess I have to believe it. Well, that last part was just uh, an educated guess on my part. So, Tim, I want to talk to you about beyond not peeing enough, what, what caused my gout? And there were okay. two things, and one of which is your fault. Uh, the Tom, I haven't been in the same physical <laughs> space with you in six months. We've been in the park together, and we ran uh, into each other outside Best Buy. That's true. Um, the, the, the first one is that I went from uh, essentially, so my girlfriend's a vegetarian, and uh-huh. you know you're a vegetarian. That like I like vegetarian food. I don't mind it. Um, so I had been eating essentially as well, you a, like soy, you're a, you're a classic soy boy. <laughs> I do like soy. I won't, uh, I can't lie about that. I do like tofu. Will um, you admit that you are a classic soy boy? Uh, sure. I'll admit that I'm a classic soy boy. I, w- <laughs> so I essentially went from being a vegetarian to eating like a ton of meat all the time when I went to uh, uh, keto stuff because you have to eat a lot of fat and like you went on the keto diet and mm. you became a, a, a carnivore. Yeah. I was trying not to um, necessarily, but that just wound up being easy because again, like I then was not eating the same as my girlfriend. So a lot of times it was like, all right, well I'm making food just for me. And if I'm not making food for somebody else or if somebody else isn't making food for me, then I'm going to just make the laziest meal possible. So I was not only eating a lot of meat, I was eating a lot of like processed meat, uh, like beef jerky and things like that. (laughs) Gotta love a diet where it's just like, (laughs) yeah, beef jerky for most of your meals. Well, the diet's mostly like just eat fat, eat as much fat as you can. Uh, and I thought I was doing an okay job at that, but I guess I wasn't, um, or maybe I wasn't, I just wasn't doing a, enough stuff. I'll tell you, I wasn't, I wasn't eating enough vegetables. That's definitely a big part of it. Now, was that the, th- is that the part that was my fault? No. Although the night after I talked to you, I ate for dinner, just a bowl of Brussels sprouts and that didn't even solve anything. The part that's your fault is that I think it was the beer I had the night I was talking to you, uh, not talking to you, doing the podcast. That's what like really kicked into overdrive. Did I buy you that beer? No, but you told me that I have to drink beer when we record or else you'll, and then you always trail off. I've asked you. It's just the threat is implied. Seriously, many times not to drink during the podcast. I've actually gathered in the past groups of your friends and and, and family members. Yeah, to, those are beg you 
to, those, to stop drinking. Those aren't real, real friends and family members. They don't, they don't know. They, they're getting a small picture of it. So anyway, those are the two things that I think took it to the next level. Um, and like I said, woke up, uh, woke up just in hor- unbelievably horrific pain. Um, Tim, I'm gonna. I'm sending you a text right now. I'd like you to look at your phone. I do. I want to look at this. Look at your phone. Check out this it's text. An, I see it's an image. My God, you're okay. I see your left foot. It's a. It's a picture of your feet. Yeah, which you've always I wanted. It's your feet because your your phone I know has is just full filled to the brim of pictures <laughs> of feet. Just my feet, though. Eh, I don't know. I don't know about that, Tom. Uh, your left foot seems nice, normal. Oh, nice. Thank you. Normal, I'd say. Uh-huh. Eh, not grotesque. Yeah. Uh, compared to your right foot, which is swollen and red and, frankly, quite sickening. Yeah. It, and that wasn't even as bad as it looked. Tim, I was expecting a much more visceral response from you. I was surprising you with that text message. Uh, I guess it's not that gross looking. There are no, certainly the... grosser pictures online. Yeah. No. And uh, when I started doing research for this episode, <laughs> just to see if I was allowed to try to make jokes or if, like, you know, like the, the people die from gout. Yeah. Um, I saw some, some, some truly disturbing pictures, and I figured, you know what? I'll just let Tom, Tom <laughs> carry this one. Uh, so that's what my foot looked like, and it like you can see how like my it's all like uh, curled up my foot. Yeah, that was that was just what it was. I could not walk on it. It was like I I don't have like a crutch or a cane, but I could have used one because I just uh, I couldn't put any weight on it. It was just uh, unbelievably painful. Like I said, like somebody dropped a refrigerator on it. Would you do hop on one one foot everywhere? No, I didn't even do that because like, I don't know, it hurt so much that I couldn't even hop on the other foot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't trust my balance. So I because I, you were drunk. No, I would. By then, I wasn't drunk. That was the worst part. So, I started looking into remedies, and here is a list of about. I have like twenty remedies here. I tried maybe like fifteen of these <laughs> in desperation. First one. We this all, was in the middle of the night last uh, last, last week. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Middle of the night into the morning. First one. We all know this one. Ice. Okay. Yeah. See. I yeah. Bought, I tried you, ice. You called it, it me. A, you a called me a jerk for for bringing it up. Or well, an idiot. I, because I wanted it's to get into it. Literally the number one thing. So I tried ice. It helped a little bit. It didn't help that much though. Uh, then I tried drinking a lot of water. That didn't help that much. And also, then I had to pee a lot, so I had to keep getting up. Which is a big problem when I couldn't put any weight on one of my feet. Why don't you just park park yourself on the turlet? I've I've lost too many days doing that as it is, Tim. I'm not looking to I'm not looking to spend my life on a toilet. You know they spend they say we spend a third of our lives on toilets. 
that's not true. <laughs> a third of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, that'd look be, it up. Look it up, Tom. Eight hours a day. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> so wait, does it all just like catch up at some point? Because I haven't been, I haven't been doing that up to this point. It's fewer when you're younger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, geez, that doesn't give me much to look forward to. No. Yeah. Um. So then I used ibuprofen, uh, which you might know from its brand name Advil. Yeah, I do notice that. I don't, I don't, I don't take Advil, Tom. I'm not an Advil guy. <laughs> Tim, I can't tell you how many times on this podcast you've mentioned that you don't think aspirin or ibuprofen work, and then later in real life or on the podcast, you're like, I it works. Oh my god! Like I had some pain and I took ibuprofen and the pain went away. No, that's not true. It's not strong. It's not very strong, and like it doesn't. Uh, you know, I think people take it too much. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's not good for you to take a lot uh, because it can give you stomach ulcers and stuff. It's tough on the old tummy. Um, but I took a, you know, a bunch of Advil. That did help a little bit, a little bit. It, it, it took the edge off for a little while. Then I took some magnesium. I had some magnesium pills. Took that to see if you that would help. You had magnesium pills? Tim, I have like a pharmacy in my home. I have every type of pill you could ever imagine. What? Yeah. Prescription and non-prescription? I don't have that many prescription drugs. Uh, oh. but so like magnesium just seems like a weird... Like I could see like I got Sudafed, I got NyQuil, I got well, uh, a lot aspirin, of- I got Advil... But like freaking magnesium. You should, you should try taking magnesium. Timmy probably don't get enough of it as a vegetarian. Um, I take a multi. Yeah, well, okay. So yeah, and I'm sure it has magnesium in it. Yeah, but I think only a psychopath would just have a pill uh, a bottle of magnesium pills. It's not What are you trying to do? What was what was the game when you bought those? You're imagining just like a silver metallic pill that I did. <laughs> what did you read that made you go out and buy uh, look, magnesium pills? I don't know. And honestly, there are so many different like supplements in my bathroom that i'll look at them and i'm like i don't even remember what i ordered this for but did you I- think it would turn you into iron man <laughs> no tim that would be iron pills you idiot um no that's why i bought all those iron pills <laughs> uh apples and bananas i didn't have any apples and bananas celery and <laughs> but you have, but you have- <laughs> Hundreds of magnesium pills. Well, the magnesium. But no, no fucking apples in your home. Well, the magnesium pills keep, Tim. Apples don't keep. Uh, uh, celery. I did have celery. I ate some celery. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, what were you using the celery for? I was eating the celery with like almond butter or cream ants cheese. Ants on a log. Yeah. Well, I couldn't, a, as, I couldn't have the a, ants. You can't have raisins? No, you can't have raisins. No no fruit, really, at all. You can't have fruit? No. Too many carbs. Too much sugar. Yikes. It's, you know, having some fruit is better than having, like, a you know, a Hershey's bar or whatever, but still, uh, you got to manage it. You got to make sure you don't have... Because the whole thing is you don't want your blood sugar to spike. Right. 
That's what you're after. Going to ketosis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And this keto diet almost killed you. It didn't almost kill me, but it did. I mean, it's one of the most painful things. Like I said, it put you in the most pain you've ever been in your whole life. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say it's one of the most painful things I've ever done to myself. But no, it absolutely it's the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And it was 100 percent my fault. Uh, fish oil. I took some, uh, some fish oil that didn't help. <laughs> you did all of this. I'm not even done in one night. <laughs> yeah. Um, elevating your leg, uh, does elevating like be... your leg ever work? Yes. I don't think so. I might not be when doing you... it long enough. When your foot hurts. Yeah. I mean, it's no magnesium pills, but. <laughs> right. Uh, I did not have apple cider vinegar. You know what it does? You know what, what it does? It accelerates the blood. Ooh, that kind of makes sense, actually. Now that you're, I was, I was making, I was making fun of you. No, but it does make sense that if I had the uric acid in my foot, if I hold my foot up, it's gonna fall out of there. Yeah, you didn't have a Tom. I've been taking uh, ACV, as I call it, apple cider vinegar. Um, uh, every night before bed. I have never liked the idea of apple cider vinegar only because when you buy it, it says apple cider vinegar with the mother. The mother. Yeah, you got to get over the fact that it's with the mother and that that's just like a clump of bacteria that is that is in. Well, that's the thing. It's not only like the grossest way to refer to something. It's also the grossest thing you can imagine. Yeah, if you shake it up enough, it kind of breaks up a oh, little. Yeah, you can yeah. put some of it. You can pour a couple of tablespoons into some hot water and, and you'll be okay. Like but I understand, I, I understand why you're not doing that. You might be able to break Break up the mother, but you can't get rid of her. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I'm actually surprised that I don't have any of that on hand. But that just always, and look, I understand that it's very good for you. But it's one of those things that's suggested as like a cure for so much that I just don't believe it does anything. Yeah, um, as a gag gift because I was taking so much of it. Um, my wife had gotten me a like a hippie book about the healing powers of apple cider vinegar. Yeah. And it was just like every, like every ailment. Like right. It, it, there was, there's 70 pages in the book and it was every ailment. And it was like dosage, two tablespoons a day. <laughs> right. Literally. It's yeah. Like, okay. So if somebody took My, two tablespoons. Minor of, aches, two tablespoons. Brain cancer, two tablespoons. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, so if I just took two tablespoons of this every day, I would be invincible. Yeah. So that's why I never really trust that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, hell, if I had it, I certainly would have tried it. You ever have acid reflux, Tom? Not really. Yeah, really helps with that. Um, I Ooh, I'll take it tonight because of the, the enchiladas, you know. <laughs> I had a bunch of water with electrolytes. I have an electrolyte powder that I was drinking. Of course you do. Uh, uh, that did, you have a lot of powders in your in your home. Yeah, that didn't really do much either. Uh, lemon juice. I had. I did have some fresh lemons here, so I was sucking on lemons and drinking lemon juice. That didn't do anything. Uh, baking soda. I uh, put some baking soda in a in a glass with some water and drank the baking soda. That didn't do anything. Do you think all these remedies canceled each other out? 
No, because from everything I was seeing, it sounded like all these remedies are, yeah, that they wouldn't cancel each other out, that they're either attacking different elements of this. Like some of these remedies, they're causing your body to produce less uric acid. Some of the remedies are breaking up uric acid. Some are flushing your system. So I, I felt confident that, you know what, I'm just going to throw. And I was a little bit worried at first because I was like, look, I'm just going to take everything and then I'm not going to know what the hell actually worked. But I was Dang. in such extreme pain that I could not give less of a shit. I just wanted the pain to go away. Tim, I'll tell you the two things that worked. The first thing. And a surprise, because again, this is one of those things that, you know, is, is, uh, held up as a cure for everything. CBD. Hmm. Now I tried CBD cream that I have. See, oh yeah. I tried CBD cream and I tried capsin cream, like heat cream. I couldn't even feel it on my feet, on my foot. That's how much it hurt. Capsin cream. Is that, is that, the that's the heat one. That's like what is in the seeds of like a hot pepper. Yeah, that's like the hot, the the. It's not icy hot. It's just hot. Right. Um, I tried some of that stuff. Remember, I had that stuff, Tim, when we were in uh, London last year. I had like a uh, back pain because I was like slept weird on the plane. And I bought some like roll on cream and then I was telling you like it felt like I was going to have to go to the hospital because it was oh, so yeah. hot. You, it, was, it was too hot. You put the, the heat cream on it. It was, it was, too it was dang way hot. too hot. Look, yeah. they got to get some more regulations over there because they shouldn't be selling this stuff. But I put it on my foot. Couldn't even feel it. And then the CBD cream couldn't feel it. I had CBD uh, tincture. That didn't really do anything. What worked was I had some... CBD flower, the actual, like just pure CBD. And I smoke that like it were marijuana itself. That helped. Uh, this story seems suspect. Why? Oh, you smoked just the legal part of pot. No, I did helped. because I wouldn't have wanted to get stoned or anything. Like that would have just made me like paranoid about like then i would have been googling can you die from gout yeah that's true um that's why i I can't smoke pot because my uh my baseline is (laughs) can you die from gout (laughs) no paranoid me is a step up from that no this cbd uh stuff i i've like had it for a while because uh, mostly out of like the curiosity of like, wow, this is wacky. You can just buy CBD that looks like weed, like it is just the actual uh, flower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm so desperate that I was like, let me try smoking some of this. And it did. It was the only thing that it did not fix it or anything, but it did help. I'll tell you Hear what. Hear that, kids? Drugs work. <laughs> legal drugs. These were legal. Legal in all 50 states. I'll tell you what actually did work, Tim. Steroids. What? Steroids. Do you have steroids at your at your no, home? No. I did a telemedicine visit. Yeah. No, I did a telemedicine visit. I sent uh, uh, a doctor the same gross picture of my foot that I just sent you. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, look, I've made some dietary changes and I think I've got gout and this really hurts. Is there anything I can take for this? And she said, yes, steroids. And she said, I'll have a a man come bring him to your apartment. And that's what happened. And as soon as I took the steroids. Wait, did they send them to you? Uh, it was like a courier service, like, uh, Oh wow. How long did it take? Um, so the, the actual like telehealth thing, I think didn't come on till like 9am when I got a response. Um, I was up all night and then uh, the first delivery available was noon. So that was when I finally, and even that, I was like, ah, there's like a pharmacy on my corner. I should have just done there. And, and wait, you got a consultation at nine a.m. Yeah, and the drugs were delivered to your door by a courier service at noon. Yeah, and they say the U.S. healthcare system is is fucked up. And all I have to do, Tim, is I pay about seven hundred and fifty dollars a month for that healthcare service. <laughs> That that uh, then allowed me to not have to. I didn't even really. I didn't speak to a doctor. I sent her a text message and a photo, and she sent me a text message back, saying like, "Yeah, all right, here's steroids." Nice. And then you that was try it. To get some better drugs through that way. It seems pretty easy. Yeah, I don't know. I've the only thing I've used this for is that and an asthma inhaler. But you're right, Tim. I should try and see uh, what I could get out of this. Um, I was at the point where if this woman was like, you need some opioids, I would have been like, that sounds great. I will risk addiction because this hurts so bad. I just want to saw my leg off. Sounds like you were in a tight spot. (laughs) I was in a very tight spot. I can't tell you. Ah, it was, it was unbelievable. I couldn't, I have so much sympathy now for, uh, people that deal with this. Uh, and like, I'm not yet 40. I will be, uh, sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. But, uh, apparently, uh, it's, it gets worse over 40 that you can get gout and is the most common form of arthritis in people over 40. Well, Tom, I watched the film. Uh, this is forty last night. Yeah. Oh you seen yeah. That film. I've seen it. I saw it when it came out. I remember really liking it, and I was thinking about it somewhat recently. Of like, oh, would this be super depressing to watch now? I mean, here's the thing. I think Paul Rudd was like forty-seven when he was in that movie. Yeah, so. that was the other thing I was thinking about. Like, he wasn't forty. And it was also like, but also when you're it, watching the movie, you're like, this guy isn't forty. He's twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also, it's kind of like this is forty if you're like a rich Hollywood guy. Like it's like is he playing himself? With, he's playing Judd Apatow essentially. So like, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, so like, he's even the big uh, thing sleeping was like, with Judd Apatow's wife in that movie. Yeah, um, and it was just like, oh, our, my like vanity record label that made me <laughs> oh, yeah. a rich man. And my wife's store that nobody ever goes to um, is putting a the you know that's putting us in you know financial uh, distress. We might have to sell our giant home and downsize a little bit, and like mm-hmm. that's uh, 
that's presented as like the worst thing that could ever happen to anybody. Is it present? No, I think that's exaggerating. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but is no, it no, presented it, as like the worst thing? No, it's presented as the thing that's putting a strain on their marriage and probably like which it the, would the in bad real thing life that's happened to. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's very, it's definitely difficult to be like. The stakes for a viewer who is not yeah. a rich Los Angeles resident is just kind of like, buy a slightly smaller house. Like, your house is huge and beautiful, and, like, you're talking about your money problems, and then you throw yourself an insanely lavish 40th birthday party. Yeah. There are things you can do to take these stresses off. Like, I feel like if people I know are having financial problems, it's not like, uh... You know, it's kind of like, uh, I might have to just, like, move in with my parents. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, I find that in, in well, I guess not even stories, in real life, too, that there are things where uh, people have. I've What kind of store is she running in that? A clothing store. Yeah. But so things like that, where it's kind of like a vanity project, almost. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, this business hasn't turned even close to a profit in like three years. And it's like, oh, well, then that just doesn't work. <laughs> like, And people that don't have, uh, yeah, infinite money or whatever, or I guess not infinite, but just like deep pockets realize that much sooner and are like, oh, I have to shift something or stop this and try something else. Yeah. I look, I think it's a great movie. Mm. I just feel like a lot of it um centers around the problems that result from financial stress and that's not real financial stress. <laughs> right. Because at the end of the day they're still rich people. They might just have to get rid of like like one of the things is uh the Albert Brooks plays the dad. Mm-hmm. Um and they're like, Oh, you lent your you secretly lent your dad eighty thousand dollars and that's why you're in the in in this trouble. And it's like if I had $80,000 to lend to well, my dad, I would... And also to lend secretly, where, like, yeah, yeah. nobody will notice $80,000 yeah. missing. Anyway, it's a great film, but uh, it also feels like I still watch it as a 38-year-old and be like, and I'm just like, man, grown-ups' lives seem complicated. <laughs> uh, does he, I forget, does he get gout in that movie at all? Yeah, he gets gout. Yeah. yeah. There's a part where he's like looking at his butthole, right? In a yeah, in but a I mirror. don't think gout happens in the butthole, right? Oh, Jesus Tom, I Christ, I hope that. not. Uh, the last thing I will say about gout, the thing that I like the least, is that um, the term gouty is a thing, like a medical term. Gouty. Gouty. So, like, if you okay. came in with gout at a hospital, they would say, "Oh, I have a gouty patient." He has a gouty foot. I don't. I hate. Do they ever that. say he's like got the all. gout? Just say he I have a like patient with th- gout. He has gout in his foot. Yeah, um, that was worse than the pain. <laughs> that was knowing wor- that the word gouty exists. <laughs> that was worse than the the pain I've never felt. Uh, I've never experienced before in my life. Yeah. Well, Tom. In conclusion. I'm sorry you got gout. Thank you. But I do think it's very funny. Look, it's funny to me in retrospect. Like, I'm I'm more or less fine. I've been having a real problem taking the steroids when I should. 
uh, just because it's like hard. It's not one of those like, ah, take it every two days. It's one of those like, take seven today and then tomorrow take six. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm taking them. It's fine. Um, I feel uh, like I said, as soon as I took it, I felt much, much better. I slept for a few hours because I hadn't slept, woke up feeling more or less normal. I'm well on the road to recovery. I know a lot of people were probably worried about me last week, but uh, rest assured, I'll be back in fighting form now. Now I'm Currently. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm back. You're back. I'm, you're back. In fact, you're ready for a fight. Yeah. And if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash complete guide, where our Patreon is for books to podcast. This week, we are doing part two of Sweet Valley High, uh, date with a van- with a werewolf. Uh, I went on a date with a werewolf. I forget the name. It's it's Sweet Valley High book 105. If you're uh, a date with a werewolf, a date with a werewolf. Uh, finish that book. Be talking to Tim about it. And then next week we'll be doing uh, another Sweet Valley High book. It's a lot of fun. Patreon.com slash complete guide. You get all the back episodes too. So not too bad. Not too shabby. Yeah. Tom, so are you. Is that all the plugs? That's all. Yeah, that's attention. all I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, whatever. Uh, buy some Fram stuff. <laughs> They're um, not a sponsor this week, but sure. I know. I just like Fram. Um, uh, are you still on the keto diet? I am not, but I'm uh, hoping to go back on it. I'm hoping to. Why? What? <laughs> because other than that, I it was good. Other than that, I liked it. Other than that, like I felt better when I was on it, except for the no, fact that didn't. I was in the worst you felt pain. The worst you've ever felt in your entire life. Yeah, but just in one part of my body. The rest of my body felt great. All right. I mean, like I said last week, I'm at the very least trying to cut out a lot of processed carbs. Yeah. So. All right. I think you should eat some more vegetable stuff. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And, uh,. My girlfriend was fantastic taking care of me when I was sick, and then she just made... Uh, oh, I bet I bet you were the worst. <laughs> she just made like a huge roasted vegetable thing for dinner that night with tahini that uh, like I always like to begin with, but then it was like exactly what I needed, you know, just like broccoli and peppers, uh, uh, kale, other vegetables. Vegetables that I like. I do like vegetables. You got a funny way of showing it, Tom. Well, I, there were certain vegetables I couldn't eat on the side, and then the other ones were difficult to cook, and it was easier to just eat beef jerky. Sounds delicious. Are you going to end this uh, this episode by farting loudly? <laughs> no, that's. I don't think that even showed up on the final episode, did it? No, yeah. but I could hear it. Oh, I could hear it when I muted you maybe that'll be a patreon exclusive here last week's fart all right we'll see you next week that was a headgum podcast